Welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And we're delighted that you're with us here again. It is a, it is it's a, warmer, a warm day. I know. 75. Feel kind of hot. I Feels kind of hot. I, know. <laughs> I walked in somewhere earlier today and the air conditioning was on, was on and I was just kind of like, okay, oh. that's a little unnecessary, but... <laughs> Now yeah. it feels nice. <laughs> We're weak up here. We're weak with, in the heat. <laughs> but I was just kind of like, wow, that's really funny. <laughs> so it's a s- kind of fall, a little pseudo summer today. But yeah, it's nice. We're yeah, not it's complaining. Lovely. We're enjoying it's lovely. it. So it really is. That's the weather report from Marquette for you today. I know. We give a you weather scorching reports. sun, as the laborers in the field would say, which ah, brings us to, to our, our text, text for yeah, today. Yeah, totally. Which is the laborers in the vineyard, a classic parable from Matthew 20. Um, I so love you. a classic. It is a classic. One of Jesus' greatest hits. <laughs> it is. It is, right? <laughs> A good one. <laughs> Tune into 97.9 classic parable <laughs> rock. <laughs> no one's no. <laughs> um, no one's burning in hellfire or being tortured. That's you true. Know? It's, so no, it's a good one that way. It's a nice parable. Pleasant. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's a pleasant parable. Yeah. So do you want to read uh, it and dive yeah, in? Let's yeah. just go ahead. Go for so it. So we're in awesome. Matthew chapter 20 and we're starting in verse one. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers turn page for his vineyard after agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage he sent them into his vineyard when he went out about nine o'clock he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and he said to them you also go into the vineyard and i will pay you whatever is right so they went when he went out again about noon and about three o'clock he did the same and about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around and he said to them why are you standing here idle all day They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them who also received the usual daily, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to you to this last the same as I gave to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, right. that that line, it, the or are you envious because I am generous? That hits yeah, hard. Yeah, right. You know? It's powerful. Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want what they got. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it taps into that nerve of, and I mean, this is this is kind of a refrain in our lives as pastors. I think for you and me, is that is the notion of how do we how do we proclaim abundance in the midst of a scarcity mindset? Yes, and this really taps into that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Which is really very very human of us, right? Like, yes, yes. But I want that. I deserve yeah. that. Like, we and, think, yeah, we think fair is equitable. And or is equal, equal. not equitable. Yeah, when equal. it's really yeah, right. Yeah. That isn't that isn't how God sees it. Yes. And you know, 
the abundance idea and the way that it taps so much into human like reactions, right? Yeah. If those people got less, there the other people wouldn't have said anything about it, right? They wouldn't have yeah. said anything about what they got. Yeah. But they thought they deserved more. And how often do we think we deserve more than somebody else because we've done more? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've done more. Or, um, you know, not to, you know, not to throw anybody under the bus, but thinking about like um, churches, uh-huh. um, thinking about how much is it? Well, my great grandfather grew up in this church and blah, blah, blah. So my opinion must matter more than the person who just came through the door. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which or Jesus I, is saying, no, yeah. that's not, that's I not give how this, this amount, works. Therefore I get. Right. This amount, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's this really interesting thing. And it's essentially it's, it's that Jesus is saying your notion of worldly economics is not how mm-hmm. God works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awkward. <laughs> right. It's awkward because it's and we think of it as unfair. We are those, you know, I think most of us can find ourselves in the people who got there first and being like, well, wait, what is what you you owe us more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we feel that way. And I also feel like. Um, that it's. That that we want we want to see fairness but we also we tend to then turn this right around into god we also strip this of the economics right we metaphorize mm-hmm. this to the point and i say this as like as preachers but also as, as the academics do this too is is that this is no longer about real labor mm-hmm. this is no longer about real life issues this is mm-hmm. or if it is it's about salvation it's about we, yeah, we like to allegorize, allegorize, it and make it into something mm-hmm. that is different, so that then we basically be like, well, everybody's welcome, so it's not really about fairness in the mm-hmm. same way, which I think strips the power of this because, in some ways, the power is that that anxiety that this produces because it flies in the face of what we, mm-hmm. in our guts, generally feel. Yeah, based because, on expectations. Because being a parable, it takes a real life situation and turns into know what God's kingdom looks like, but we really we still are residing in that real life situation here where it's the people protest when they feel like um, something good happens to somebody else. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And shouldn't it be the opposite? Right. It should be. We should be rejoicing when the good things happen. Yeah. So I went to this theological conference earlier this week and one of the texts that they were talking about was the widows might the story uh, where everyone's coming to the temple and yeah. the widow gives everything she has. Right. And we often think that she is praised for that by Jesus, but really it's quite neutral in the text about what Jesus says. And indeed, before that story, Jesus is scolding the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders because, and he says, you devour the houses of widows. Yep. Right. Yeah. So it's really this condemnation upon the system where this widow feels like she has to come to the temple and give everything she has and she has nothing left. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's powerful to mm -hmm. tie these two together in some ways. Yeah. You know, how is Jesus speaking about the injustice of the world within this? And one of the other things that I listened to this week that was talking about this text 
talked about how the folks who are waiting to be chosen as the workers in the vineyard are not necessarily people who just have like suddenly shown up at five o'clock. Yeah. Rather, they've been standing there all day waiting to be chosen. And they were not picked. And they were not picked. And then they went into saying, well, why weren't these people picked? You know, were they people who are maybe disabled? Are they older? Are they not seen as the muscular folks who are going to be able to work the hardest in the vineyard? Right. And the big question that really just hit me was, do those people not deserve to earn a full day's wage the same as the others just because they are not as able? Yeah. And this, this, that is so powerful. And especially thinking about how, especially in, in an American capitalistic mindset, mm-hmm. we are steeped in a culture of, of merit, mm-hmm. of works righteousness, of what you do is what you get. So mm-hmm. your success is based on how good you are and how much you produce. Yes. And, and this is essentially, I mean, in that telling of it, mm-hmm. that it strip, flips it, that. it flips that. It's mm-hmm. saying, no, your worth is in that you are here. You exist as a child of God. Mm-hmm. That's uh, God's kingdom. That's God's kingdom. And, mm-hmm. and in some ways that's, to be fair, that's the argument for a living wage too, right? Is mm-hmm. it's basically it's saying everybody this, deserves, everybody to, exist. deserves <laughs> to exist and to be able to afford to live. It does, should not matter mm-hmm. the type, the of, type work of work you do. you do or how much you produce or how little you produce. You should de- you deserve to be able to, to live. live. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a a powerful and a hard. I think it's most of us. I think would say, yeah, absolutely. And then we think about that, and we think, and then somebody will say about the small business owners and the this and the that and the challenges of making this work economically. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, like, okay, you, we could get into lots of different conversations about that, but mm-hmm. but you know, that's not you're in my realm. You're in my realm is understanding well what does god see yeah what does in this? how does god see us and, and god says you're asking the wrong question mhm yep and and i think too it's when you think about it as well i think when you put your plate yourself in the place right it's often you're like oh we'd be those people who are there working first and working all yeah. day you know we're the good christians right and us as pastors we're like we're here all the time working you know <laughs> yes, um we'd no. be like that's us but what <laughs> happens when you become the person who is chosen last you know and most of us i would say have probably experienced that as well yeah in life at yeah. some point right or and have felt that way how is it freeing to see that god believes that you are deserving of equal to everyone else even if you are the one who is so often chosen last or seen as the last right yeah and i and i think that that's beautiful Mm -hmm. because it's a it's a saying you matter Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um but i also think it's really hard to then be the person that has worked all day right Mm -hmm. or say Oh, I know. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that's that's the double edge of this is that there is we can see that beauty Mm -hmm. of God stripping, stripping our hierarchy and, you know, Mm -hmm. playground picking. Yeah. And Um, maybe it's more in the what brings you value. Right. It's not so mm. much about the working all day or not working all day. It's that neither of those things bring you value. Right. Ooh, or yeah, really yeah. are your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um which is a really 
Yeah, I like that a lot because it's... When you let go of letting those things matter to you, you recognize God's kingdom. Yeah, which I'm going to say is twofold and it's something really powerful because what it allows you to do is to say, okay, the focus is on on value of life, mm-hmm. of being a beloved child of God. Mm-hmm. And it's not about product or ability or, mm-hmm. you know, intellect or anything, right? It's It's that we are human. We are children of God. Yeah. And I love that. I also love, though, that in the eyes of being a child of God, mm-hmm. we all deserve to be cared for in the same way. Yeah. And to me, I really, I really think that is also a powerful um, conversation, especially in thinking about how do we understand care for one another and those mm-hmm. who are vulnerable yes. and those who, who are in need. And, and I love it. Um, Amy Jill Levine, who's written on parables from a Jewish perspective, mm-hmm. um, says, you know, an, a proper response maybe to the question of are you saved based on this parable would be to say, no, the better question actually is, um, are you paid a living wage? Can your kids, <laughs> can your kids eat? Do you have yeah. shelter at night? Mm-hmm. Like that's what God wants for you. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not salvation life. in some ways looks like is abundant life, abundant life here and in the here and now, in the here and now. And like, yeah. I love that mm-hmm. in so many ways. It's really yeah. powerful. Kind of the way kind of like I think about parables is, um, you come into it being like, okay, here's a story of, the way that our world works, right? Our yeah. kingdom. In in the midst of it, we get an insight into God's kingdom and what yeah. God's kingdom is like. Then the next step is how can our world look more like God's kingdom? Yeah. Um, and how do we do that, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Because it's not just like, whoa, God's kingdom is amazing. Can't wait for that when I die, <laughs> right? It's like, how can our world Here look more now. like God? Yes, the kingdom of God has come near to you. So how can we bring this vision of life near to us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. everyone gets what they need, no matter how much they are able to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I think that in this parable, that raises a question of, of economics, mm-hmm. right? Of of wages and care of an ability to have livelihood, but it also asks the question of how do we see one another and do we create hierarchy and power dynamics where there should, where they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Do we, yeah. do we put people beneath us Oh yeah. or elevate mm-hmm. others that aren't really don't need that, that those, those are false. Yeah. Um, Based upon how much value we put on people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and There's you, this value structure happening here in this text, right? Right. And I, like, I think about this too, is like um, our conversation with Dorothy Linthicum this morning, right? Mm-hmm. And like, so what if the last of these workers were the, the older folks mm-hmm. didn't get chosen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And when we stand up in front of our congregation, we see a lot of those people, right? Right. So and this is for you. <laughs> uh, Dorothy Linthicum is an expert on aging yeah, and dementia yeah. and spirituality within all of that. Um, she's doing this really wonderful workshop here in Marquette over this weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. And so it's fantastic. But it was really powerful thinking thinking about how do we understand um, vulnerability, but also one another and different needs at different ages. And I think that that in some ways breaks into um, these conversations about the false um, structures we create about, mm-hmm. about power and, but also about, um, value especially. Yeah. Um, and it makes me wonder, 
with this, um, what does it look like to put this into practice, right? Like mm-hmm. to say, right? Yeah, for me, I think right now it's uh, remembering it's remembering that my worth is not in what I do because I got a lot that I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. And that within that, I still, you know, it. this text also reminds me a lot of the Martha and Mary text too, <laughs> where, yeah, yeah, where Martha's yeah. doing so much and Mary's resting at the feet of God. Yep, and God um, says... Mary, you chose the right thing. And Martha's like, but I've been working my... Yeah, yeah and it's, it's that I need to remember God's generosity with me so that I don't yeah. push myself to this place of, you know, debilitating myself so that I can't do the work, right? Yeah, and I... That's what it is for me anyway. That's where I hear yeah, it. Yeah, I... Yeah, and that's... And I think what's really interesting about you saying that that way is it raises for me that question of of how do I make space to let things that are not valued in the same way by society mm-hmm. or at least not not not, not the in, norm not the norm mm-hmm. right right like can I let a good night's sleep and spending time with my kiddo mm-hmm. and my spouse be a higher priority than work Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, I can fundamentally easily say, yes, I should. Mm-hmm. But then in the uh, in the evening, am I chewing on something related to work? Am I doing this or that? Do I end up going to something? I'm worried because that I'm, someone like... at work is judging me for not working <laughs> 60 hours a week, you know? Right. And, and can I, can I make that shift to say, I don't have to. Yeah. That my worth is not in that. My worth mm-hmm. is in my relationship to God, which ultimately in some ways is not about my product, but about my relationship to others. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, can we devalue exhaustion? Ooh, I love that phrase. That's great. Stop being so proud of being so darn busy all the time. You know, I know. And then, and if you say you're not busy, there's, I mean, I don't know about you, but there's this wave of like guilt of like, I should be busy. What are you doing? I should be busy. Shouldn't you be working harder? I should be busy, which the reality is normally there's a long list of things that I should or could be doing, but I'm also Mm -hmm. trying to care for myself in the midst of this so that I can show up in a way and be present and care for people. But it's, it's that double edged reality and it's wow. And so it's, it is for us to work against that because it, one thing that's like, we should just laugh because we resonate so much with these workers, right? We're like, at their time, they valued people who were able-bodied, who could work hard all day long, <laughs> yep. and who got what was, um, you know, received based upon that, right? right? The work and the production. This is, you know, welcome to the Roman Empire. Absolutely. Right? And <laughs> 2,000 years later, <laughs> guess still- what? It's exactly the same, right? So it when is. are we personally as individuals and as a religious community going to stop putting the emphasis on that? You know, how, when are yeah. we going to be countercultural enough to really invite God's kingdom into our actual lived experiences? Oof. Mm-hmm. And, and how do we help make space for ourselves, but for each other yeah. in a way that allows that to mm-hmm. start opening up, right? Um, cause there has to be mm-hmm. intentionality in a way that is radical. Mm-hmm. That's when we need each other to say, Hey, I hear you saying you're stressed or you're exhausted. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Maybe you just like rest, you know, take yeah. a minute. Like Andrew yeah. and I were just talking like, 
hey, we both have a lot going on this weekend. Maybe we should take Monday off. Yeah. Because yeah. we're not getting our regular day right. off this weekend. No, no. So. No, we, yeah, the last few weeks have been very, very busy around here. Um, yeah. It's when you have other friends, you know, your your Christian community who help hold you accountable to living out God's kingdom in your life. Yeah. And so I guess in some ways, maybe the parting, some of the parting questions as we kind of wrap up here in some ways is saying, who are those voices in your life Mm -hmm. that allow you to view your worth as separate from your product Mm -hmm. and your busyness Mm -hmm. um, and allows you to take a breath, Mm -hmm. allows you to sit and rest to rot, go for a run to do yoga to make music to do whatever it is that brings life and joy to you mm-hmm. um that helps you remember that you are a beloved child of god and not just a a doer yeah. right you're a human not being a right i mean the machine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right but i mean yeah no exactly and, and how, how do yeah and where can you offer that grace for others right yeah. And instead of judging when someone takes the rest that they need or can't work as hard as you, not being those people who are angry because God is generous, right? Don't be those people Don't, who are angry yeah. that God is generous, you know? Don't be angry that there's enough for everybody. Don't be angry that everybody deserves rest and, you know, to have a living wage. <laughs> right. Yeah. All those things, you know? Don't be those people. God says, "Don't be those people." Yeah. Yeah. And God God is asking us, I think, in this space, too, to say, don't be those people. And maybe you need to start by looking in the mirror and asking, how how do you see the people right next to you? Mm-hmm. Right? Those that are laboring with you. Mm-hmm. And I would frame that as your family, mm-hmm. your um, your colleagues. Right. Like I think about it is how do we, those of us in uh, partnered relationships or with children or with parents, mm-hmm. how do we make that space for our parents? How do we make that space yeah. for our, our spouses? How do we make that space for our kid, kids? Mm-hmm. How do we make it not about product and about what you do? But who you are. But who you are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Especially in a society that continues and will continue to say it's about what you do, yeah. not about who you are. And who you are is a beloved child of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so, so friends, go take a breath mm-hmm. and uh, and get over yourself. Um, because <laughs> stop being angry that God is generous. <laughs> because uh, because God's going to be generous with whoever God wants to be, which uh-huh, is all of right? us and the, everyone. The line that yeah. am I not allowed to do with what I with what <laughs> I choose with what belongs to me? Right. I mean, I. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sassy. It is super sassy, but it's also <laughs> just kind of like, it's like. Check yourself. Check yourself um, and remember that, um, yeah. So, sorry, just a, an interesting thought, like <laughs> oh, a pause. Okay. Yeah, it's not a metal glitch. <laughs> That's okay. I was just realizing um, this This totally ties back Um into into Matthew 18. I was just realized oh, yeah? I was just realizing this well, because we got a couple minutes tell because us more. I was just thinking that like um that like related to this and thinking about got a little surprise bonus, right? <laughs> right. The the king settling uh you know the 
the Peter wanting mm-hmm. the forgiveness piece of this, right? Yes. And wanting to know how many times, how should, many I times should I forgive? Uh-huh. And the forgiveness and the the parable, the story of the you know ten thousand talents, billions mm-hmm. of dollars versus like the twenty bucks yep, owed, the right? Generosity, the generosity themes. theme, mm-hmm. and that part of Peter's problem and the challenge of this is also is admitting that forgiveness should be is based on what God has already done for us. Mm-hmm. And that that is the starting point, not how much he needs to forgive, but that go, what God has done for him. Yeah. And so what I'm thinking here is that this is, this is remembering who in this story and who in our lives has the power and are we remembering the starting point? Yes. Meaning are we remembering that the one who has been generous with us mm-hmm. um, does so not based on what we've produced, but based on who we are. Yes. Right. This is a, a an extension of that forgiveness. And That's so, where my mind went, which yes. is why I, you know and gave so, you a nice uh, Mitch McConnell gap there. May, um, sorry, Mitch. Maybe the phrase is remember that I'm a beloved child of God who is made in the image of God. Right. Yeah. Because I think what Matthew is is saying is that you are made in the image of God, and yeah. this is what God is like. And therefore, that is the image that you should be ex- extolling in the world, right? Right. God's image, right? Absolutely. To be generous in your forgiving, to be generous when others are in need, right? All of those things, right? Because you are made in the image of God. Right. But you got to find that within yourself. Right. And then once you see that, you are then able to then say, I can treat others exactly the way. Mm-hmm. In that way that like, yep. that's I can, the love, right? The love, right? Like you have that found I can, that I can do this. You love God because you recognize the image of God within you. Therefore, you can love others, right? And you can see their image even if it doesn't conform to how the mm-hmm. world sees it. Yeah. Right? Yep. And that's when the kingdom of God comes near. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So there that's go. problems right. of the world solved. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Parable. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, all right. So, well, you don't need yeah, to know anything yeah, else. Uh, um, that's all. <laughs> that's Christianity. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is awesome. I mean, we didn't say it at the beginning. This passage is also one of the reasons that Jesus gets called a socialist. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that, but in, in the kingdom of God, love is based on on uni- universal value, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and um, and and whatever that is in our political and our economic models, so be it. But mm-hmm. but we have people to people like we, to name things to degrade them. They do, but I would say mm-hmm. what's even more important is just naming the fact that that God sees all of us mm-hmm. as beloved, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and so. So friends, go forth and make that space in your own lives and then share this mm-hmm. with the world. Share that love that's been given to you, um, you know, and remember, it's not fair. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a really good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thanks for uh, being with us today and for um, traveling down this journey with us. Um, you've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And be well, friends.